Welcome back to Sworn Testimonies. My name is Kiara, and this is the podcast where we promise to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, no matter how uncomfortable it might get. Today on the podcast, I sit down with Jennifer, the mother of baby Evelie, who was diagnosed with cancer when she was just one year old. Stay tuned to hear more of baby Evelie's story. Just be honest, 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 just be real, just be true, it's the only way to be free. Thank you so much for being here with me today, Jennifer. In an age where so many of us are kind of afraid of getting sick or falling ill, you, I think, arguably had to deal with one of the most scary situations imaginable, Um, you know, having a sick child. Can you tell us just a little bit about your history and, you know, what happened? Of course. So I have a two-year-old. Her name is Everly. Um, Back in August. 20th she was we were rushed to the hospital um because she fell she bumped her head um she wasn't responding quite right after she fell um I knew there was something wrong and uh when we got to the emergency room I told them what happened they were telling me that you know her symptoms was not um accurate enough with her with the story that I was saying of that she fell and bumped her head. Um, and they wanted to do further testing like MRIs and uh, CT scans. Well, she, they did find that she had a mass in her head um, and it potentially, they say mass, but then they're like, no, it's a tumor. Um, so she had to go into emergency surgery the following day um, to remove such tumor and then three weeks later we found out that she was diagnosed with brain cancer so the brain cancer that she has is called convoid plexus carcinoma Um, so this cancer is um, based on the cerebral fluid that runs from your brain to your body and through your spinal area Um, so it could potentially affect your walking and it could also be a pre-diagnosis of hydro um, which once again it's pretty much like the pressure of your head um, being able to process the liquid in your brain and throughout your body well she received um, she was diagnosed she was to receive six months of treatment of chemotherapy no radiation um, every three months to receive MRIs and as of her second MRI she is completely clear of um, cancer Wow, I can't even imagine what that must have been like for you and your family. How did you feel when you found out that um she had cancer? Um, it took me quite a little bit to process it. Um, so my uh, in my past, I've had family members that have died of cancer, so I felt pretty strong and confident with my daughter um, because, I, don't, I mean, of course, childhood cancer and adulthood cancer can be two completely things different. You know, children are more resilient than adults, so once you're older, it's a little bit tougher. I feel like with kids, it's a little bit easier, but yes, it is tough. So having 
to go through two experiences of adulthood with, you know, an aunt and uncle that passed away from cancer and then seeing my daughter in that position. Um, I honestly felt like I, I could do this. Like there was no questions asked. The only reason why I say that also is because when my daughter um, went through surgery, so she went through surgery once and then they had to take her into surgery again the following day because they felt like they didn't take out com completely the whole tumor. So they had to go back in and take some of it out. Um, the second time when she got out of surgery, she, so when you get out of surgery, you're not, you're not supposed to stand up. You're not supposed to get up. You know, this one-year-old, when she got out of surgery, she got up and she kept asking for me and she hugged me tightly. So that gave me that reassurance that we were going to be fine, that we were going to be okay. But I felt like she was telling me like, mommy, I need you to be okay. I need you to, I need you to stand strong for me so I can also pull through this. Because I'm sure if it wasn't for myself or if we didn't have each other, you know, not to be negative, but I feel like we wouldn't even be able to get through it because, you know, you need to be positive. You need to have a lot of strength. You need to be mentally okay to even overcome these things. A lot of times we don't really know why things, the things that are happening to us are happening. Did you feel tempted at all to be angry at God or at the world? Or did you have a moment of like, why is this happening to me and my family? Not at all. Not at all. Um, when I, when I, I mean, the minute that I found out that, you know, she had a tumor in her head, I said, you know what, I'm ready for whatever has to come. I accept whatever has to come. Um, and the only thing I could do was, like I said, remain positive. There's no questions asked. I never asked myself why. I just knew that if this was for us to go through, it was for a reason. Um, and it's been a learning process. So no, I've never questioned God or the universe. I just accepted it as his has come. And till this day, I still do. I accept it. And like I said, it's a learning process. It's about just being mentally stable. Um, I know it's easier said than done. I know everybody um, deals with situations differently, but I feel like in the most difficult moments, that's the type of mindset you have to do. And little by little, if you can immediately, how I feel like I did, um, you know, process it all, you should. You're so strong. And that's an incredibly, I think, brave and profound thing to say in a situation like this, that everything happens for a reason. What do you think that reason is? I feel like um, the reason is, uh, so I lost myself when I was with my daughter's father. Um, I don't want to blame him because you know what? Sometimes the things that we go through is because we we led ourselves to that situation. So sometimes we got to understand, well, this is what I've learned that you have to understand that the things that we go through is our own fault. Um, not that I'm saying that, you know, it's okay for someone to treat you, you know, to treat you wrong and then for you to just allow it. But once again, you you allow these things to put you allow people or whatever it is to put you through what you go through if it's a difficult moment. So I lost myself a lot when I was with my daughter's father. I wanted to fix him up. I wanted to um, make him a better person. Um, not that he was a bad person, but, you know, he had some flaws and, you know, I just wanted to help him and I gave it myself. So I got pregnant and even throughout the pregnancy, 
um, I was still the same. I wanted to fight for my family. You know, we weren't in good terms. So, you know, I do come from a broken family, um, like divorced family, and I didn't want that for my daughter, of course. But, you know, unfortunately, things didn't work out. And so um, even after I had her, I, you know, I still was worried about, no, I want to keep my family. I want to work this out. I want to make this work for her. But then just even now, like once she was diagnosed, of course, we're, we're still not in good terms. I mean, it, it was it's hard enough to even co-parent. Um, it was a wake up call. It was a wake up call of like, hey, Jenny, you have a daughter. She needs you. So if you don't get it together, this is what I can do, you know, to you. Um, I feel like some people will take that wrong for what I, how I said it, but that's how I interpret, you know, my situation. Um, and it was a matter of me working on myself and of course, worrying about my daughter because she's the main person that needs me, you know, she, she depends on me. Um, being a single parent is you know, it's easier to say it's not easy, but it's one of the most wonderful things you can go through with or without the parent of the child. And, you know, it's, you mentioned saying people might disagree with what you're saying, and I think that's okay. You know, we're all different and we all respond to trauma very differently. And you have such a just beautiful, positive outlook on the world. You know, sometimes the things that happened in our, in our life, we don't have control over. And sometimes, you know, sometimes we experience things because we allow people to treat us in ways that we shouldn't be treated. Or, you know, I love the phrase, we train people how to treat us because I firmly believe that. Um, and sometimes the, the reasons people do terrible things to us are just not our fault at all. Sometimes we didn't do anything wrong and we're still put in difficult situations. But I think trying to find the, you know, the silver lining in any situation is really the best thing that any of us could do. So I really commend you for doing that. Yeah, most definitely. I, I um, it was a really, it was a, a big wake up call like I said um you know holding grudges against people is not good and that that was one of my weaknesses at which I'm I'm still battling that but little I'm getting better I'm you know I can say that I'm very proud of myself especially because of my daughter's situation you know even though you know she was diagnosed so her her diagnosis is genetic so um she had to get extra testing um so she pretty much for life, you know, she 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 became po she's a positive in her blood. She has a syndrome called lymphoid syndrome, um, which means that she has bad cancer cancer cells in her blood. So in the near future, she can ha get, you know, other tumors anywhere. There's no prediction of when it could just randomly happen. So by me finding out that you know she has this again it's like another pinch like jenny you know you have a daughter you you know she really really needs you she needs a lot of attention you need to once again focus on yourself and you need to focus on her you need to lead her you need to help her so you need to become that better person that you know that you are in order so she can strive because she's here she has a purpose she has a huge purpose um because going through chemo with her was amazing. Like I've never seen a child so resilient the way she was. Like she never changed her mood. Of course she had her days 
and her moments, but seeing her like happy at all costs, even receiving chemo was insane. So seeing that gave me hope for myself and my life, but also made me understand that, you know, she's here for greater things. That's so exciting. And I can't wait to see just all of the incredible things that she does with her life. And she's just so lucky to have you um, fighting on her behalf. How do you explain what's happening to her um, to her being, you know, you mentioned she's two years old when she was diagnosed. I think you said she was one years old. Is that something that she understands? Does she know that she, you know, had cancer? Um, honestly, I don't think she understands it. Um, but I, what I can say that all of this, this, all of this did cause, you know, frustration, um, a lot of trust issues, um, a lot of a lot of emotional and behavior effect on her um so no she may not know what's going on but um like let's say she would have a lot of anxiety um going into the doctor because she knew she needed to get her blood pressure checked that was her routine we would get there check in blood pressure temperature and then they would have to access her port which was one of the most traumatic things ever she had to go through but I'm sorry, during, um, once like the third month hit of us of going consistently, I feel like she started to get the hang of it and she started to understand it's okay, I have to go through this. Not necessarily did she know that, you know, she had cancer because she's too small to know, but I feel like as small as she was, she was understanding that, you know, this is what I'm going to have to do for the next few months. Um, now, in the near future, um, I'm going to be very honest. I haven't thought of how to even explain all of this to her, but I know for a fact that um, I want to do something bigger with this and have a special way to let her know what she went through. Um, so I always made sure to take pictures, to take videos. Um, and of course, I have a huge um, support system that 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 have that I didn't know that I had because that was another thing I always felt alone so I have a huge support system behind me that has made it so easy so much easier for me and I feel like in the long run so much easier for to for my daughter to understand listen this is what you went through but guess what you overcame it and here you are and you know she you know she has been very blessed very blessed um so like I said, I, yeah, honestly, I don't, I don't think she understands, but I'm more, I'm more excited for it in the near future to let her know what her story, how, how she started her life, how she came into this world. Your story is so inspiring to me because, you know, I don't have any children yet, but one of the reasons that makes me afraid especially, you know, being born into this crazy world that we live in now is the idea that when you have a child, it's almost like your heart is living outside of your body. Like you love something so deeply, but you have no control. You can't control what they do as much as we might want to. Um, you can't control what happens to them. You can't control whether or not we get, they get sick or, you know, if they get cancer and just, giving that control up can be like a very scary thing. How have you dealt kind of, you know, with that feeling? I, you know what, it's hard to even, that's a hard question for me. 
I honestly, can, till this day, can say, I don't know how I did it. Um, I think um, everything that I have gone through in life, I mean, besides this, this has been one of the traumatic things that I've gone through in my life. Um, like, really, really bad. I've gone through other stuff. Um, I think overall, I've been a person that. I just take a situation and um, I, th I think it's just about acceptance. Um, I feel like the, like I said, once again, the support system that I have has helped me move forward. Um, I feel like I find a purpose in each, in each situation for me to keep going and not let it crumble me down. Um, but in, in this situation, mostly, my daughter, you know, my daughter's like a seed. She's she she comes from me, so it's just more of a prideful thing. Um, yeah, that it's tough to answer. I hope that that was. Uh, I I know that's probably a really difficult question, but you know, the idea of radical acceptance, I definitely feel like I've learned to practice that in other areas of my life. So. I I understand what you're saying. Like there, when you don't have control, at times you just kind of have to let go and acknowledge the fact that that's the case, and just you know do everything you can within your own control to make the situation as positive as you can make it. And I just you know I'm really impressed that you've been able to do that. And you have such a positive outlook. Yeah, definitely. I I, I like I said I, this whole experience. I've enjoyed it. Um, of course, I've had my days where it's like, you know, it, it can be very tiring. You know, it is very, very tiring. I never wish this upon anyone to have to go through. Um, so I, I've, I, and like lately, like I said, I've, I, especially now with this whole quarantine thing, I've been working on myself a lot. I keep telling myself I'm very proud of myself. I'm very proud of how far I have come. I'm very proud of how my daughter has come. Um, and we're still facing little challenges. You know, there's always consequences to everything that you go through in life, whether it's illnesses, whether it's a relationship issue, whether it's a family issue, whether it's a personal issue, there's always going to be consequences and there's always going to be that little setback that you have to continue, you know, roaring through life. Um, so... I'm very proud. I'm very proud of my daughter for her being so small and being like going through this. Um, not many people would think that kids go through cancer, you know. Um, it's it's such a hidden um epidemic, I feel. And when I got when I found out that my daughter had cancer and we started going to the center where she received treatment, it's amazing how you see babies, not just like ten year olds. I'm talking about babies, newborns, toddlers going through cancer. Um and and it's insane. I think we're very, all of us are very blindfolded and don't see, you know, we all complain like, oh, I'm going through this or, or whatever it is. But sometimes we don't see that there are people that are going through worse situations than we are. Um, that's something that I do want to put out there that even though my daughter was diagnosed with cancer, I've got to meet many families that you know, their kids have cancer as well, but their situation is a lot more tense than what I've gone through. I mean, I that's what I think. So once again, I'm, I'm very, very proud of us and 
and I'm very happy that I had the support system that I that I still have now until now. And like I said, we're working on many things for Evelyn. Um, she has therapies a few days a week, and it's just to better her and help her develop a little bit more. Well, I'm very proud of you too. And I love that you said that you're taking time to remind yourself how proud you are of yourself, because I think so often we go through things and we get so bogged down in the day to day that we forget to kind of pat ourselves on the back for how far we've come. And for all of us, for me, for you, for anyone that might be listening now, there's something that we've gone through. And I can say that with confidence because we're all alive and we're humans and we made it because we're still here. And just that reminder is such, it can be so helpful in difficult times. Most definitely. And, you know, I was curious too, I've, um, I had a, a family friend whose daughter had cancer when she was two years old as well. And thankfully she's also in remission right now, but, you know, in terms of like the medical costs and dealing with insurance, it was just a a huge financial burden for them. How have you managed to kind of deal with that in your situation? I mean, thankfully, um, I know Everly has, you know, good insurance. We, we receive insurance from the government. So I really never really had an issue with that. Um, but, you know, financially itself, of course, I had to stop working, but I always tried to meet ends. Um, you know, I, I've always been a go-getter. Um, so I thank God and I thank the universe that I didn't have to struggle. And once again, people collected money for me. Eventually, I, I opened a GoFundMe, which I didn't want to do um, because I didn't want to put out my struggle. But, it, you know, this, this is one of, like, the hardest things you have to do is leave your job. And, you know, you can't, you can't, in these moments, you can't um, work. You have to give 100% to your child. Um, so, thankfully, I, I you know, I, I was very blessed, and I still am very blessed, I can say. Um, so I didn't struggle too much um, because I always made sure that I, I I got something done to be able to bring in that financial, financial stable um, area to my home. You know, I'm blessed that I live with my mom and, you know, she doesn't ask me a dime for rent. But of course, I have to, you know, I pitch in. I'm conscious enough of what I have and I'm very grateful. So I, I'm glad to say I was very blessed and I still am throughout this situation. I love that you're able to like go through this with your mom and your family that, you know, it makes such a huge difference to have a support system. Like you mentioned, um, how has this taken a toll on your family at all? How have they handled this? Um, I can definitely say it, it has affected my mom a lot. Um, so I live with her. So Everly is the third grandchild out of, uh, two uh, well out of three in total um so us living with her um she has a strong connection with my daughter um she's always said that she's like her child as well so um emotionally it has affected my mom a lot um my mom says a lot that she admires how I've handled it because she says she wouldn't know how she would handle it you know if she was in my shoes um of course, I have two brothers and I have a sister. They are like my solid rock. Like they never showed, how do I explain it? They 
So, you know, every, like I said, everybody does deal with things differently. You know, they were very stern, just as well as myself. So it was also helpful see, seeing them like that for myself. You know, it, it was like a, a mirror, like they were my mirror. Like I, I would just look at them and I'd be like, you know what, I have to be as strong as they are. Of course, um, my oldest brother, he's very close with my daughter. He, um, it was it was a little tough for him. You know, he would call me and he would tell me sometimes, you know, I can't believe Emily is going through this. I can't, what if she never really had this cancer? You know, there was always this um, denial thing with him, but he also would call me and, and, you know, be very positive and try to say, you know, everything's going to be okay. Um, now my father, he doesn't live too close here to here. He lives in Miami. Um, he didn't handle it too well. This is his first grandchild. Um, he it, it destroyed him a lot. Um, he really wanted to move down and, and be a part of everything. Um, so, I mean, overall, I feel like the support system has been very, very strong. And because I have shown that I can do this, they've all been following along with me as well. Do you feel like this situation has brought you all closer together? Most definitely, most definitely. Like I, there's no questions asked how how united we are. I mean, we always always have been united, but with my daughter, it most definitely brought us a lot closer. Um, we've all learned a lot about each other in different ways. Um, we all learned how we each cope with things. And we all have learned to respect the reactions that we have to these things or any other things, but most definitely has brought us together more than anything. That's beautiful. And I know you mentioned this, uh, that cancer was hereditary. Uh, Was there any way that you could have known that, you know, she would be born with cancer? Or was that something that you just don't really know until after the baby's born? So typically, so, so from my understanding, um, no, I would have never known that, you know, she was going to be, or she was going to have cancer, have this syndrome, and have blood. The only way I found out was because of when we found out what type of cancer she had, they said, yes, this cancer is genetic. So with that being said, they required the parents to get genetic testing. Um so each of us had the option to either move forward to getting the testing or not. Um, but my my most important thing here was knowing if she was positive or negative and if she was positive to, you know, move forward and, and deal with, you know, her situation accordingly and make the best choices for her. And if she was negative, then, you know, that, just, that would be a relief. Uh, like I said, unfortunately, she was positive for this syndrome. So with that being said, it, it, it's more of an, uh, keeping an eye on her and, and you know, being on top of her and, and later on in life, making her understand that, you know, this is what you have. And I feel like, especially with cancer, cancer is such a big epidemic. I feel like it also comes with how you eat, how you take care of yourself. And most definitely, I feel like the biggest thing that cancer also um, has to do with is your emotional state of mind your mental health your spirituality um i know not you know not everyone uh you know believes in spirituality or energies or whatever it is but i can you know 
uh, respectfully say that your mental health can can trick you. Your mental health can bring illnesses, believe it or not. Yeah, I think all of that is so great. And I, you know, for me personally, in the times that have been the most difficult, I don't even know how people get through them without having some type of belief or foundation. And I know spirituality and my relationship with God has really been kind of like a foundation in my life. How would you say your spirituality has like, you know, kind of contributed to you getting through this situation? Um, it definitely has been a huge impact in my life. Um, so I believe in God. Um, and before, I was not a person of praying and giving thanks to God or to the universe for what I have. Um, so now with Evelie's, um situation, I have learned to do that. Um, I'm very grateful for even the the most smallest thing ever. Um, and being grateful, I think, brings greater things little by little. Um, being positive brings um, those type of things. And far from most, um, spirituality has helped me to learn how to forgive. Forgive a lot of people. Um, even if if you don't even tell them verbally, is more of a forgiving yourself to also forgive them. So uh, spirituality has been a huge impact in my life until this day, until today as well. I practice it the most I can. If it's not, you know, giving thanks to God, I'm always meditating, trying to clear myself, trying to release myself from, from any negativity or any any type of situation. Um, so I, I I appreciate, you know, where where I put myself, um, I feel like you also have to put yourself first in order to overcome anything um, and also understand others as well. Man, gratitude, forgiveness, these are all such big themes that I find, you know, no matter who I'm interviewing and what people have gone through, we they all kind of bind us together, you know? They're things that when we really learn and tap into how to do those things effectively. And like you said, for the right reasons, like for, it's a heart issue, right? It's not really the act of it's what's going on inside. Uh, it really does dramatically shift your mental state. And because your mental state is shifted, it allows you to change your situation. Um, and so I just love that you've really been able to find an, enough peace within yourself to forgive and to have thankfulness and to, you know, like you said, the little things that we so often take advantage of, or we don't appreciate. And then when something traumatic happens in our lives and we start to appreciate the small things again, even, you know, being in the house with this coronavirus going on, having time to like walk around my neighborhood and look at the flowers and just really pay attention to all the things I took for granted before has been really nice. Yes, most definitely. And like I said, this epidemic has also uh, showed me um, a lot of things, too. I mean, involving with my daughter, I automatically, you know, now with this whole epidemic, you know, nobody can come, you know, nobody can be together. And having Evely with so many therapists, I automatically have to become her therapist all along through this. Of course, you know, with the support system of her therapist, you know, doing everything through video chat, 
um, you know, and I feel like that I'm using that as an example. Um, we like this worldwide epidemic that we're going through. I feel like each one of us has to come out of it with with a, with a lesson um, and an understanding of a lot of things. Uh, understanding that that you know it's okay to take a break and be with your family. Sometimes we forget to love others and sometimes we can be selfish and just worry about work and, and all this other stuff. So being having her situation and being worldwide in the situation is bringing so many more lessons. And, and once again, it's, it's, it's something to be grateful for. And I think we all need to uh, take our difficult times and find that little bit of brightness into it so we can have a better outcome. I agree a thousand percent. And I'm curious, you know, I've been to therapy for myself, but what does therapy for a two-year-old look like? So right now for Evelyn, we um, we have a special instructor, um, mostly for behavior. Um, so throughout her chemotherapy, um, you know, I was never very stern with her. Um, or how do I explain, like, yeah, not like, you know, I would just let her be. Why? Because, you know, she's already under so much stress with chemotherapy, not feeling good, um, being poked like <laughs> plenty of times throughout the week. So therapy for her is more of like um, teaching her problem solving, um, trying to help her with her speech as well. Um, she's had a little bit of a speech delay. So, um, you know, just pretty much helping her with her how to ask for things um also she has occupational therapy so meaning that she needs help with her feedings she barely ate throughout her chemo i mean she's always been a baby that's been tough with eating so uh now we deal with eating she has a g-tube which is like a like a tube placed in her like in her stomach and i can feed her through through their through a, a pump um, I, I barely use it for her because I really want to enforce her to eat through mouth. So that's something we work with for her. She also has a nutritionist. They just help me come up with meal plans and meal preps for her so we can get her at her correct weight. Um, I feel like the, the most uh, important therapy, you know, not that I'm regarding all the other ones, but I feel like it's her behavior, you know, trying to lead her and understand how to lead a two-year-old, you know, to understand certain things of when you can have and when you cannot. I think as parents, we all struggle with that. Um, of course, some parents may be better than others. How to handle that um, with her has been tough. Um, so it, even now, as we're moving forward, it is tough with her. Um, she's a very, you know, independent little two-year-old. She has a strong character. Um, it surprises me because she's totally opposite than who I am. Um, but she has brought out that that crazy side out of me in a most positive way. Of course, like I'll join her with her craziness as well. Um, but it, it's pretty fun. And, and being able to now be as a therapist for her slash parent is even so much more fun than you could think. You know, um, I'm learning different ways to get to know her and understand her. Um, because of everything that she has gone through and being so small. 
You just sound so positive. Like I, um, I babysit uh, quite a few of my friends' children, and I know, especially at two years old, just even not having gone through what Emily's gone through, it's a tough age. Like they kind of just do whatever they want to do whenever they want to do it, and you're constantly having to find that balance of wanting to obviously correct their behavior, but not wanting to, you know, be too rough or too mean and trying to make sure they understand why things are happening. So, you know, behavior therapy, it probably, I could imagine that a lot of parents would benefit from something like that. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Yeah, it's a tough age. Like, like I'm at a tough, I'm not going to lie. You know, not everything is roses and butterflies and cherry on top. Um, You really find like when you when I'm doing these therapies, I'm finding myself like you know it's tough. A two a two year old can be tough. There is such thing as terrible twos. Let me tell you. Um, So switching a lot of routines for her is very hard, and it's a matter of being consistent. You know, I'm not perfect. Um, Nobody's perfect. So, but it it, like it 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 can work your buttons. It can be frustrating it can be stressful at times um and and I and I and I sit there and I sometimes I'm like oh goodness like I how can I you know I like you said you don't want to be mean to you know your two-year-old or to these two-year-olds um but sometimes you definitely have to be stern sometimes you have to be that leader you can't let them be the leader because if you let them be the leader then they know that they can do whatever they please Um, So, you know, I've had some friends, unfortunately, who have had some really difficult situation with children. I actually had a friend who's, uh, well, two friends whose children have passed away uh, at a very early age. And just going through trauma at all with a, a, a child, I can't even imagine what that feels like or, you know, how people find ways to pick themselves up and keep going and you know you've given I think a lot of positive really great advice for people that may be you know different situations but have gone through something difficult Uh, if there was a takeaway you could leave you know parents who are going through something difficult with a child or just anyone who's going through something at all where they feel like they have no control what advice would you leave with people I want to say honestly um Believe in yourself. Believe that no matter what the situation is, that you you have it. You got it. Because I feel like the main person and the main important thing is yourself. If you just give up at that very moment, whether someone passed away, whether someone's going through something, or whatever the situation is, I think you, you have to see the purpose in all of this. You have to, sometimes you got to sit back and understand, you know, why am I in this situation? Did I do something? Or, or is this just something for me to just learn out of that's being thrown at me? Um, so I feel like believing in yourself, believing in something, um, whether, you know, there's many religions out there, um, but finding finding that comfort zone that's going to give you that push that oomph of saying you know what i'm not i'm not going to let this knock me down i'm going to keep going and always finding that little bit of brightness into that most difficult moment i think that that will help you get through 
whatever your situation is. Thank you for that. And thank you for being brave enough to even, you know, have this conversation with me. I'm so glad that we were able to connect. And I feel like a lot of the things that you said, I'll be replaying in my mind for some time. Um, so thank you for sharing, not just with me, but for with everyone. No, thank you so much for allowing me to be here on your podcast. I'm very happy that I, I, I've been able to share my story. Um, and yeah, all I can say is be positive, everyone. Be positive, forgive, accept, and those key things will get you through life. Thank you so much. Of course, and thank you, everyone, for listening. Just be honest, 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 just be